welcome to Love Letters from God. I'm your host, Jennifer Mitchell. If you are new here, welcome. I am so glad you're here. I want to explore with you the love letters from God. They are the verses in the Bible that allow us to see God's will for our life. Each month, I will choose a series and find Bible verses that will help explain the message for the week. God showed me a simple way to explore each verse, allowing us to dive deeper into the message. It is the B-I-B-L-E method. It will help you understand His Word, His will, and your purpose for this life. So, let's grab our Bibles and dive in. I'm going to share a conversation I had with a lady just a couple of days ago. Let me first tell you how the conversation started. See, I entered the plasma center and there was a lady by the check-in station. I thought she was new. So I signed into the computer and went into the line and she soon followed me. And that's when I realized my mistake. I asked her if she would like to go in front of me and she wasn't in any hurry and said that she would stay right there. So we started talking and our conversation turned into religion. She is a Christian, um, but she shared with me how her mom returned to her faith at the age of 91. See, her mother, she went to church and she was introduced to God at a very young age. But there were things that were being done to her that made her question why God would allow these things to happen. So she built some walls. She said, if God won't protect me, I will protect myself. And that's how she lived her life. And throughout her life, she built more and more walls. She got married and Around the age of 40, her husband passed, which of course made her even more angry with God. And I'm sure her family tried to help her through this, but she never gave in. See, the hurt outweighed God's love. I really don't know what made her realize that God was still there and that it was sin that was hurting her and not God. Guys, she lived 80 years in pain. Instead of turning back to God, she built walls and was lost for a majority of her life. A man ruined her life. And that scar is permanent. But God could have used that to make her into a stronger woman. She could have protected others. Instead, she built those walls, making her weak to Satan and allowing Satan to control her. God knew Satan was in control, but he also knew that Satan would not win. He said, she is my child and will be coming home with me. See, God has always given us free will. Since the very beginning, it's our choices that hurt people. And in every bad situation, there can be a good ending. 
if we allow God to fix the hurt and not ourselves. So if you are wandering like a lost sheep, Jesus is calling you. It's time for you to come back home to him. Today we are going to continue our five-week Bible study on the Lord is my shepherd. Last week we saw we have been marked a child of God. This week we're going to talk about how we will recognize his voice. Our verse is found in John chapter 10 verses 3 and 4 reading from the NIV. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Jesus uses the shepherd and his sheep analogy to explain who he is and why we should follow him. To explain the whole conversation, let's read verses 1. Through 18. I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what was being told to them and scattered it. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So, when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is the hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay my life down only to take it up again. No one takes it up from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. 
we see here that the Pharisees are investigating Jesus. In chapter 9, Jesus healed a blind man. People were torn. Some thought Jesus performed a great miracle, while others focused on the Jewish laws that Jesus was breaking. How could the Son of Man break God's law, they wondered. So they fought him on doctrine belief. We like to interpret the Bible to fit our lives instead of changing our lives to fit the Bible. Jesus took pity on them and tried to explain things in a way that they could relate to. But if the heart isn't ready to receive it, you won't understand the message and its meaning and continue to fight your point. The Pharisees were that way with Jesus. It's not that they didn't believe in God, but they couldn't see Jesus as the promised Messiah. Their ancestors lived 400 plus years feeling God had abandoned them because they didn't follow his law correctly. So it was hard to grasp that Jesus was the man they were looking for and wasn't the warrior king they had expected. To be fair, I can see their point. They wanted to be 100% sure that if God were back in their life, they wouldn't lose him again. But they also did it to elevate themselves, and this made them full of pride. That's why we must read the Bible for ourselves. We have to make sure that what others are telling us is the truth. During this time, Jesus was in Jerusalem for the Feast of the Tabernacle. This is a celebration the Jews celebrated to remember what God had done in the past and to remember what God wanted to give them in the future. So when the Pharisees heard Jesus healed the man on the Sabbath day, which is the day of rest, they jumped at the chance to question him. Jesus explained the role of the shepherd to his sheep is the same as he had with his followers. A shepherd has a unique bond with his sheep. The shepherd knows everything about them, down to the small little imperfections. And when they wandered off, he calls them to come back. In our lesson, Jesus talks about how the shepherd cares for them during the night. He takes them to a protected area, away from the danger, away from bad weather, and he has a watchman guard the gate for him while he rests with his sheep. Jesus knows us that way too. He knows every little detail about us. He too will protect us from danger. He sent down the Holy Spirit to be the watchman while he was away. But Jesus is the good shepherd. Therefore, he will sacrifice his life for ours. Let's dig deeper in today's verse. It says the gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The Holy Spirit is the gatekeeper. He opens our heart to receive Jesus. It says they listen to his voice, and we too need to listen to Jesus' voice. Only way we can do this is we need to be close to him to hear his voice. 
We can't be living life on our own. That's when trouble finds us. It says, we will know his voice. Shepherds use a distinct call for their sheep. So if they are a little too far away, the sheep will come back to him. God, too, has a distinct call. When you feel that urge, that tug to come back to him, to be in his word more, to be in prayer, that is God saying, you've gone a little too far. Come back to me. Be close to me so that you can hear my voice and follow me to the next pasture or to the next event in our life. How do we know if it's truly Jesus talking or that Satan's putting thoughts in our head? I say, when in doubt, check it out. Go to scripture. Google is handy, guys. Type in whatever verse you're looking for and then find it in your Bible. Another way is through prayer. Ask for guidance, and God will ease your mind if it is right. Just this week, my husband and I, we had to talk about our finances. I saw it one way, and he saw it another. Guys, both of us were right. But the next morning, I started reading my devotional, which was our conversation in a nutshell. God wanted to show me that I needed to trust in him, in God, and not lean on the what ifs. I quickly apologized to my husband and said we should do it his way. It says he calls them by name and leads them out. The shepherd will lead his flock from pasture to pasture. The sheep always walk behind or right beside their shepherd, but they never walk in front of him. Jesus knows us intimately and will care for us. He will lead us on the path of righteousness. We just have to remember he is to lead and we are to follow. As we wrap this up, I want you to remember he leads us through scripture. When we are in his word, he is able to guide us. But if you're out there alone, you have no one. You have to face danger on your own. And sometimes it works out, but other times you have a long road to recovery. you so much for checking this out. I hope this gave you a deeper understanding of God's love. We have a Facebook page called Love Letters from God. Please feel free to share your thoughts on the verses that we explore. Share this with your family and friends and allow this program to reach others who might need it. Remember, we are to share God's word with each other so they too can have a relationship with Christ. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you next Tuesday.